Welcome to PPR podcast number 87 brought to you by the San Diego Strike Force. You can see their logo over our shoulders. My name is Paul. The undisputed star of this podcast is to my right. His name is Grossman, Bert Grossman, shaken but never stirred. And boy, do we have a special guest today. We do. Nick Barnett. I got a lot of questions for you, Nick. Um, uh-oh. Well, can you just start with a hi, how you doing? Hi, how you doing? Oregon State star, first round draft pick. Where are, you, are you 10, 11 years? 11 years, yes, sir. 11 years in the NFL. Good run. Yeah, I can feel it, too, you know. <laughs> I was going to ask you that because the one thing I always get, because um, I'm smaller now and, and small compared to player defensive linemen now, every time you, you talk to a kid now, they wonder if I was a punter. <laughs> and I'm looking at you, and you look like you're about 180 right now. Does anybody believe you're a linebacker in the NFL? You know, it's crazy. Uh, every time I meet somebody now, I mean, maybe a couple years ago when I was, like, really lifted and being big, you know, uh, but now, like, every, everybody I run into is like, oh, were you a DB? Yeah. I was like, no, I was actually a starting middle linebacker. <laughs> you know, but uh, it is what it is. I, I wasn't never a big guy. I was an under, you know, undersized guy growing up, and, you know, all that weight I had to put on, you know, I had to put on. It wasn't like it just naturally I was 240. So, you know, I'm still 220. I just don't look as bulky because my muscles aren't as big as they used to be. <laughs> well, it's healthier being a little bit down in size, is it not? It is definitely and then with your joints too, you know, I, you know, I don't know about you, Bert, but like, you know, I had a bad knee situation and two bad knees and things like that. And carrying all that extra weight is not really great for uh, my joints and ligaments. So I'm trying to I'm trying to keep the slim but sexy look now. You know? <laughs> working, I'm working on the sexy part. I'm getting slim, though. <laughs> I was fortunate, Nick. I wasn't a hitter, so I, I don't I don't really have any damage, to be honest with you. <laughs> I, I had Sal behind me, which was like a missile. So you, I, I spent more time trying to get out of his way than, than tackle anybody. He probably, so. he probably hit you the hardest. Yeah, huh? he did, actually. Yeah, right in my back. So other than the back, lower back pain, I'm pretty good. <laughs> so, hey, what I want to ask you. So you're from Fontana, right? Correct. And then you're at Oregon State, and you're Green Bay, Buffalo, Washington. How did you end up in San Diego? Um, you know, it's, it's a funny story. I think everybody wants to end up in San Diego, yeah. uh, honestly. Uh, it's beautiful. But I ended up moving to uh, Newport, California, as I came out. And, you know, I didn't know a lot of guys there. And, and it was a different culture. You know, I'm from Fontana. Newport is, a, you know, that's a, yes. that's a heck of a lot different than Fontana, California. Um, so... I, you know, it, it was nice. There was nice people there. Um, but I knew two guys that were down here, um, uh, Brandon Chiller and uh, Brett Swain, you know, and they we came out and did a camp with the kids. And I was like, this is what I was looking for. You know, the kind of little, you know, it's a community, um, you know, and it's not, you know, everyone's not driving uh, Bentleys and Beamers and things like that. And it's just, you know, they're just there for the kids. And, you know, they got money, but they don't flash it in your face. So I was, you know, it, it felt like a good community for that. You know, I have no thoughts on Barstow or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I lived in Barstow, but oh, you, you know, I wasn't gonna go back to Barstow. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's well, nice, my. You know, I still got people that live up in the high desert, and I have a lot of family. But you know, for me, uh, you know, the weather here is too perfect, man. It's 69, 70. You know, 70 degrees every day is 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 a great opportunity for kids to to practice football year round. So. You know, that's been, uh, for my kids, because I have kids as well, uh, growing up, it's been fun to be, have year-round sports, so I'm excited about that. Well, I, I guess as an athlete who's been coached at every level, I don't have to tell you the importance that you are now playing in the lives of these kids. Uh, 
sometimes I, I wonder if you're cognizant of that. I mean, you just want to be a coach, you want to help them out, but are you aware that now you're suddenly, if not the most important hum, uh, adult in their lives, you're yeah, in the top two or three? That, yeah, I don't take that very lightly. You know, I, I put in a lot of work of uh, uh, honing my craft and, and how to build uh, our, our kids inside out. Um, because it's more than football, you know. It's, it's it's hard to believe that you know, a guy who's NFL and whole life was about football, but it really even that journey wasn't all about football. That was about developing as a human and develop, you know. Um, in the end result, yes, putting food on my my my, my family's place, but you know, it was, it was developing as a human and going through trials and tribulations and and all the the things that you have in front of you, you know, uh, getting defying odds, beating adversity. Um, to, you know, winning the Super Bowl with your teammates. So it, there's a lot goes into football other than just the X's and O's and hitting people. And lo I did love that part of it. But, you know, um, teaching these guys how to how to overcome these things and become, you know, pillars in our community. So it's 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 actually the reason why I took the head coaching job instead of just coaching the position coach at La Casa. I felt I was being called to be able to lead these young men in, in that journey. So speaking of La Costa, did you – did you just like move there and then walk on to practice one day and ask Sean for a job? How did that come about? Um, no, no, I would never do that, man. Um, you know, uh, I, I've been out here coaching, you know, since my kids are young and developing kids. And I coached Pop Warner uh, the year before I went to go talk to Sean. Um, you know, I know coaches uh, always are looking for coaches. As I, as I know that right now, the, the hardest part of being a coach is finding coaches to coach with you and yeah. quality ones, right? Um, you know, I filled it, filled out, you know, went went up to LCC and I just felt like it was time for me to start coaching at, at that level. And I sent in my resume and sent in a coaching survey and me and Sean sat down and talked and, you know, we vibed. Obviously, he's a linebacker guy. You know, I'm a linebacker guy. And he was excited to have me on the staff um, and I was excited to be there. Um, so and it worked out well, um, really well. Their family is great. Our, our you know, our coaching staff is great the staff is great there at Lacoste and the kids are awesome so you know it was sad to leave uh there but you know when opportunities call knock sometimes you know God is pushing you in, in a different direction and you know I decided to take this one um and they're still with me they're still family man we still talk I still talk to Sean almost every other day because he he had you know he's been coaching 20 something plus years of high school football and right he has a wealth of knowledge and and things to bounce and I'm just happy and blessed to be able to have the opportunity to still taking my call after I left because you know some some coaches get mad uh, sure. that you left the staff and he's he's been a great guy man and helping me through this process let me ask one more question so you bring up the Pop Warner and, and it's funny because when I got out <clears throat> um, of playing same thing you go coach youth did you find it I mean because the most frustrating thing for me and when I learned I was never going to be a coach pretty much was I got there and I expected 10 year olds to like know what they're doing a down block or what, what this or what this formation means or why are you like, you know, why are you so far off? I mean, so many things that you just get out of it and you, you're so at that level, that you, you expect it to granted. be there. Yeah, and, you, and it gets frustrating. You get that? Yeah, you know, when I first started coaching Pop Warner, um, I was already in the community teaching kids like basic movements, like how to backpedal, mm -hmm. you know, things like that, that you would think that they would already know and. Yeah. And you know what man coverage, what zone coverage. So I was already kind of instructionally coaching kids, you know, at a, a lower level, just how to basically be a in great position to play football, right? Um, but when I got into Paul Warner, and this was after the the pandemic had happened, right? So all these kids, none of these kids had to play football ever. They didn't even know what you know that we have four downs. They were still thinking yeah. it was 
you know, Friday night flag football. So it was, it, we had to start all the way from scratch. And, and one of the coaches I have on staff with me now was one of the coaches I was working with. And we, we taught them to tackle, how to, you know, everything you can think of, how to, how to block, like, what do you do in block, right? Kids didn't even know that you can use your hands. How to put their pads you know, on. Yeah. They, were, they were playing flag football. So they yeah. didn't know you can push people. They didn't know. So, you know, and that, honestly, I enjoyed it. Because it, it's really, you're really giving somebody something they've never had before, they've never learned before. And 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 to see their faces and to see at the end of the season the, the development that they went through and the transition of becoming, you know, a, a kid that's just athletic and loved playing, you know, football to becoming a football player, you know. So that was that was really motivating to me and had me inspired. And I just wanted to keep going. And I mean, it doesn't change in high school because we still get kids that never played football before. Right. Yeah. So it's, you know, and as, as you you know, if you can grasp and fall in love with that process, I think you'll get a lot of kids that didn't expect to turn into animals out there and, and they love it. And it's a great, you know, it's just a great feeling to see the transition from day one to, you know, end of the season. I, I got to ask you both this question because uh, my goal in life is for my third act is I want to coach a high school football team. And I know that. Maybe I got a spot for you right, right now. Well, I, I, you know what? And I, and I plan to put my resume out there when I'm done here. Uh, yeah. You know, w w whenever oh, that may be. Uh, that's what I want to do. I'm Can sorry. Can I see this resume before you put it out there? Well, uh, I'll tell you what. No one's going to outwork me. Right. No one's going to outwork me. But. I, sat, I sit at home sometimes, Nick, and I think, okay, how would I put together my practice plan? How are we going to, you know, blow the horn every seven minutes? Just like the little things. How are we going to get through calisthenics? All that stuff that you just take for granted. Quality you, control right here. That's quality uh, control. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Who puts that together? For, is that just something you've done? You have in your head, you've been doing it this way all your life, and this is how we're going to do it? Or, or is that mapped out for you by someone else? Well, you know, it could be mapped out by somebody else. I have a lot of great coaches on my staff, right? But like you said, no one is going to outwork you. No one's going to outwork me. I, you know, I'm going to put in the work. I'll look at the information that I need. I'll, I'll bounce out. We have what we have in San Diego is a great group of coaches all around. Um, a lot of these guys have offered their help if I needed it. Um, you know, so we have a lot of people to bounce things off of. I mean, I. I did play football a long time. I've seen a lot of different schedules through our process of, of going through. And, you know, I coached last year. So we have a great staff, great guys, uh, great administration, um, and people to bounce things off of. And there's a wealth of knowledge out there uh, to be had if you want to go get it. Um, and, I, and I'm about it. I wake up in the morning, and that's all I do. You know, I grind it. I love it. I love football. I was, you know, I prayed to God to have this opportunity to be able to do it on any level. It uh, doesn't matter if it's NFL, NCAA. You know, this is a blessing to be able to just be around it and do it. And so I'm excited for it. Um, and, and I'm ready. I'm up for the challenge. I can tell. You know, he is. You can tell. I mean, I think the most important thing for a high school coach anyway was that contagious energy, which you can tell you have. Right. But how do you <laughs> how do you balance that without, you know, being positive uh, reinforcement or being negative? Because I see a lot of coaches that are same kind of energy, but it suddenly turns negative almost. Because that's, our, I mean, that's you know, how we grew up. Yeah, no, that's, you know, and I, I've had to correct myself a lot in that um, because, you know, that's what we were grown up. You know yeah. what I mean? If, if you weren't yelling, if you weren't getting yelled at or if you didn't hear yelling, you weren't getting better. But yeah. that's not the case anymore. We've, we've studied it. We've done everything we've done. We've seen that positive affirmation. Um, it goes a lot further. Uh, I know that in my, my personal career, um, I didn't really take off until I had this coach. Uh, well, I had some good coaches, but. This one coach, Greg Newhouse, who was at Oregon State, this guy was a animal. 
energy and was just positive, you know? And ever since I hit, when I met him, I decided I wanted to be a coach. I was like, okay, this is how you do it. Um, because I was, you know, I've always been yelled at. I mean, I grew up in Fontana, and I don't know if you guys knew back in the day, we used to be the, the area that used to have football, you know, with Dick Brewer, Fontana Steelers, Bo High, and, you know, we had a full Pop Warner program, and it was just, you know, two a days and hitting hard and getting smacked. I mean, yes, I'm going to be hard on kids, but I'm also like, I'm uplifting. I want to uplift you. I want to build you. I want you to be better. I don't want to tear you down. You know, that I don't believe in that. And I hope coaches, you know, start figuring that out because tearing down our kids ain't it. Building them up is what we need to do. Well, uh, so then, so I guess we're kind of burying the lead because we have we even mentioned yet that you're the new head football coach at Del Norte, and if, <laughs> if we haven't, with the I thought ha- I did. Didn't I, didn't yeah. I, 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 all right. So, but so that's not. Uh, cons- I, well, they have solid facilities and they the solid school by by anybody's account. It's not considered a preeminent football program in our county. Uh, they got the best quarterback I think coming back as a junior, Schneider. They watch out. All right. Well, if I'm if I'm saying anything that's offending someone, not I, I, I just you know it's not the cathedrals. It's not it's not a, one of the private schools. It's not Ocean's or Oceanside back in the day. How do you make Del Norte the place to play football. What, what's your first challenge? Well, I mean, you said it, Bert said it. I mean, we have, a, we have a really nice class coming back, to be honest. Um, you know, 17 guys that have seen the field. It's going to be seniors. Uh, Jack is great. Ty Olson's a great receiver. We got more receivers than that. That I, I mean, we've got talent that I don't think people would really see it. Um, you know, creating – they've done a great job. Lee Cole's done a great job of building that program, and they were heading in, in the right direction uh, as I got there. I mean, I got a blessing to be a part of this um, organization. they got great staff. we got great support. we got we have great facilities. Well, you know, what they need is the energy, right, the dog that, you know, I think my staff will bring in there and teach them how to do it the right way. Teach. I mean, they are doing it good, but there's, you know, we just need a different energy and, and continue to do that. When I went to Oregon State um, – you know, I don't know if you guys remember before Coach Erickson got there, right? They were at 29 years of losing, okay? Uh, you, you you have to set the mindset that it's time to do it now and do it not now, but right now, right? Uh, and these guys want to do it. They already have that mindset. So it's just going to be on us to be able to put them in the positions and correct them during the practice to, to be in a winning, uh, winning setup, you know? Um, yeah. There's, you know, when you talk about there's no more of that old school where one school rules everything you guys see that it's like a transfer portal nowadays you know right. um, every school everything is different every year and if you provide the right opportunity and the right environment for these kids to get better they will come to del norte they'll come to rb they'll go wherever they feel that they're going to have the best um opportunity to flourish i believe that's going to be with me you know, I don't know. Maybe you can use this in my recruiting tool. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, 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 no, but I, I think that's a fair say because I'll tell you what, I'd want to play for you. And I, but a lot of kids are going to want to play for you. So I, I, I get that that's I get why you got hired. You know, who doesn't want to play for a guy who, who knows what it takes to get to the ultimate level of this game? And I think that's a one major selling point. And as you mentioned, the transfer portal, whatever we're going to call it here at the high school level, kids yeah. are flying around. And I think you're going to see more people coming through the indoor than going out the outdoor with, now that you're at the helm. So, but I, I, I guess my, I, I guess where I was going with that question, and I, I again, I apologize if I offended anybody, but like you need to have that seven on seven team. You need to have that youth football feeder team. D- does that all exist at Del Norte? 
Well, I think that's a, a big reason why they brought me here because um, I'm, I'm I'm a big part of, of a lot of stuff. You know, we did at LCC with the Pop Warner program. I was recruited kids there. I work with, you know, Fast Camp and KB and those guys. That's seven on seven program. Um, I've been doing that for the last three three years. We'll, we will have a solid foundation of, of off-season football. Um, our passing leagues were already up and going. As soon as I got there, we started the AAU stuff to get going. You know, a lot of what we do is uh, different than a lot of AAU teams. We also started an AAU trench club, you know, so our big guys are getting work uh, at the same time. I, I brought in um, Rudy and Marcus uh, Bittencourt. I don't know if you know those guys, but they run a company called Primetime Lyman. Um, they do this for a living, and they're one of the most fundamentally sound coaches, and, and they do it the right way. So as we're doing all this stuff, we got to make sure every single facet of our team and our, our special teams is getting work right now. We, we, we've got a lot of great special team weapons that we plan on using this year um, a lot. So I think we're going to be set in the right direction. I mean, we've got a long way to go, but uh, I'm doing it all the right way. We're already in, in the works of working on a pop wonder to start here at Del Norte. I got a group of guys on the board ready to start that. Um, so I'm excited to try to get that going in the 4S area because there's football there. People, there's love for football. We've just got to put it there. You know, like they say, if you build it, they'll come. You know, so we're going to lay down the foundation and uh, continue. We hope to see you guys come come visit us over there in our beautiful facilities. Um, our band is, is probably the best, you know, in the West. So get ready for that. Well, we're gonna have some fun uh, well if you want to whisper in the band director's ear, we always have a band at the Silver Pigskin Gala in December. If you want to hey, whisper, I'm gonna have to ho- I, I have to holler at her, but we might be able to get work that out. <laughs> uh, I swear, I'll, I'll text you my cell phone if you want to run interference for me, because you you know I, I don't know if you've ever been to our gala, but we try to have a big yeah. uh, big deal at the end of the year. We try to get as many kids in, under the roof as possible, and the band is, you know, we try to encompass the entire Friday night experience, and the band is a big part of that. For sure, I love I love bands. I mean, it's just that's just football, right? Yeah, you, you can't handle it without those guys. So I'm excited Absolutely. For that. Hey, so I saw you have um, a March. You have a March like middle school camp coming up, don't you, for middle schoolers? Yes, yes sir. On um, I think it's the 14th. Um, so we're hosting a free camp for you know middle school from you know wherever area. It doesn't matter. Um, you know, it's sixth to eighth grade, and that's just an opportunity for you know kids to come out and, and get better. You know, I'm not selling nothing. We're not asking you for nothing. Just come out, and have fun, teach the kids football. Uh, some of our high school kids will be helping coaching. Um, and I'll have a, a bunch of coaches and guest coaches there that, you know, I think we'll have about three or four NFL coaches there um, to help. So it'll be fun. It's going to be at Del Norte, six to, I think it's six to eight or six. To, I don't have the. When is this? With me, March 14th. March 14th. Nick, make sure we know about that, please. Oh, yes, for sure. I hope you guys can come out. Yeah, well, we'll a send a camera of, out there. If, yeah. Assuming well, the works. Aztecs aren't in the middle of the well, final four or something. So that's my next question for you. What do you think? I mean, it's got. I saw on social media, eighth graders are now announcing respect my decision. Um, you know, what high school are going to? We're seeing the transfer. Is that good or bad? Is it more results driven than doing what's right now, where you should go? What's your feel on that? There's a lot of feels to that, right? It's every every situation is different with every individual, right? You know, um, with with kids being able to get NIL deals and that type of stuff, right, in high school. High school almost becomes the new NCAA. Um, you know, I don't know what saying that, where that takes it, uh, where it goes from there. But, you know, 
kids need to be in the right place for them too. To learning, um, you can't be all about just football, right? Making announcements just to go to a school to play football. You've got to you got to take into factor what the education is. Um, you know the kind of people that you're around and um, the organization and staff you're with. Um, luckily for me, I'm in a, a highly ranked educated school. Um, highly great staff, uh, discipline. You know, we don't play games on our campus. Um, so it's it's very easy sell for eighth graders to come to that school and parents to come there. You got to right. be ready to go to school, though. It's it's hard. It's not hard, but it's it's challenging. And you can be a challenge as high as you want to. Uh, you can take as many AP classes as you want to. The school is no joke. You know, it is what it is. And that's what it's all about. That's what we should be sending our kids to great places for them to learn and to be educated as we get into this. And, you know, if there's great coaches and, and that is there, then that's that's a sidebar. You know, that's a that's a, you know, a extra extra side dish for you. But the main course is your education. And that's what I think people and parents need to be focused on more than, you know, just putting them in, in situations to play football and, and be around and, uh, a, you know, a great team or great coaches are just a winning situation. Right. Because we can go to a great, great winning situations that don't have great teams that don't develop players or individuals. Uh, to be better men in the society or better women in the society as well. I mean, we have women that play as well. So um, that's what it should be about. That dovetails so perfectly into what Drew Wesling said on the show a few weeks back. If, if there's one thing he could convey to parents is high school is not about getting your kids a scholarship. It's and it's more about what you just said. And, and if you're so fortunate to be in that 1%, great. But to to design your kid's high school experience around chasing a scholarship is unhealthy, I think uh, Coach right. Wesley said. And I think what you just said dovetails so perfectly into that, that parents have lost, some parents have lost sight, sight of where the, what the real goal should be about the high school experience. And ultimately, I think the most valuable thing, you might disagree, is, is not the money, but like where you fit. I mean, that experience of where you fit in any program is priceless. Right. Or and school, and too. If we're talking about like, yeah, if we're talking about like football wise, yeah, for sure. You know, because there's there there are I've heard stories and I can't you know uh, officially say that it's true because I don't know. But stories that kids are getting money to go to schools and stuff like that, which is cool. But like, you know, I mean, we want people to get paid and you know get money. But like, put your kid in a situation that's healthy, right? Put him in a situation where he fits the best. Uh, you know, go talk to the coaches. See, you know, because all coaches don't coach kids the same. And all kids don't respond to all coaches. You know, they may not like my positive uh, approach. They might need a guy who's going to put their foot in their kid's butt. But, <laughs> you know, that's it is what it is. So go and see who you who, what coaches are going to do that um, and, and where your kid fits and where you think he's going to flourish. And and but be, before that, education, right? Where is he going to be successful education wise? Because my goal when I was coming out, I didn't know I was going to get a scholarship to play football, but I was damn sure going to make sure that I had an opportunity to get an education scholarship. If I didn't make it, you know, I was going to get something paid for. And and I did, you know, uh, work my tail off for that. And I think that's what all goals should be. Number one is to get an academic scholarship. And then uh, the athletic stuff will come. As if you're, if you're able to work that hard and you're able to focus that hard and put your mental into that part of the game, that will carry over to your other part of the game. We will see the discipline. You will see the 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 improvement as a player and as a man, as, 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 a, as a woman or whatever. You'll see that as a community member. You'll see it. You know, at, at our school, you know, I also wanted to add this, that we have a community requirement. All of our kids are required to do at least two community engagements, outreach, you know, in our, not just in our 4S area, but all in the San Diego area. 
So we'll be looking out, and I hope you guys will help me find some things that you'll need some you need some guys and some some power and uh, some man man hours because our guys are ready to work, you know, and, and to help our community. And that's what it's about, really. If we start talking about this, do you remember those great teams, even Oceanside back in the day? They did stuff in the community, right? Absolutely. Fontana, Fontana did stuff in the community Absolutely. when they were the Steelers back in there. And that's what it's about. When you do that, you build community support, you build community uh, strength within, and that's what we're trying to do here. Del Norte well, okay. got a great coach. Yeah, <laughs> I was just thinking, though, what in Forest Ranch kind of community stuff is? Are you going to redeck the uh, tennis course at the country club? What do you guys do out there? Hey, believe it or not, man, we've got a mixed income of families there. And, you know, all of our struggles are different than, than other struggles, right? Just because you're not from the slums where I was from, you know, it doesn't mean that you don't have uh, uh, things that need help in the community. Absolutely. Right? Like, we're all every 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 aspect everywhere you go. There's always help. You know, there's 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 veterans that are struggling sure. everywhere in every community. There's old people that uh, you know our elders need help. You know, daily activities. There's stuff that you can help as young men and women um, everywhere in the community and will help. You know, it will it will trickle down to everywhere we go. Why is he looking so, at me? Man? I've been up there. It looked like Beverly Hills to me, man. It's like Caddyshack out there. Judge Nick, smells. I'm gonna go. I want to apologize for my partner. He could rain on anybody's parade. Uh, <laughs> Damn, Bert. Yeah, sorry, exactly. Damn, Bert. I've been Bert. up there. I'm like, come uh, on. Uh, uh, coach, uh, listen. Can you just stay with us six more minutes? There you go, yeah, 30 I'm minutes today. I got nowhere to go. All right, sorry, I, I promise. I'm, I'm putting a clock on it, six minutes. But I want to ask a couple questions. You were uh, you finished your career in Buffalo, right? Washington. Uh, I finished it in Washington, D.C. All right, but, but, you, but you played in Buffalo, right? <laughs> I did. I played in Buffalo. All right, so the, I, I just remember, I, you know, after you left Green Bay, I, I, I wasn't in, as involved in your day-to-day as much as I was then. Uh you were in Buffalo. You saw the Demar Hamlin thing. Everybody got scared to death, and I was wondering now how that affects your relationship w- with moms and dads, who might have ex- serious reservations, acceptable reservations about their kids playing what is a pretty violent sport. What is your? What do you say to them when, when uh, they come to you and say, "Hey, I don't know if I want to put little expose little Johnny to these risks." Well, we are playing uh, football in the safest it has ever been in the mankind history, right? Like, um, it, you know, so we we are educated. We are teaching different techniques. We are, um, you know, trying to limit every possible way uh, there is to get hurt. Okay, um, but it is what it is. You play a sport. It, you know, there is a risk factor. You, there is a possibility you could get hurt. Um, just like every single sport we play, there is a risk you might die. You know, that's just the truth. When you walk outside of your house, there's a risk you might die as well. Right. You know, um, we prepare Not in Forest Ranch, right? <laughs> hey, hey, you never know. Some trees come down. Yeah, that's you know. true. <laughs> but there's always, there's always a possibility of that, right? And we can't live in, in, in fear. We have to live in, in, a, in a way of, uh, of to excel. Um, now, the, the Hamlin situation is, that's a situation that can happen anywhere. And we still don't know exactly what, what is the cause of that and what had happened but we do know this in football we are we have trained people on our field that all have cpr you know a lot of cpr uh we have trainers we have doctors we have people all around there um, ready to to assist and help in any of those situations and as you saw in the, the hamlin situation i think it's very important i think we just lost a young man not too long ago from a, a, a situation not same as that but no one knowing cpr you know uh, the kid was there for 30 minutes so I think it's very important for all of our youth coaches, our youth parents, 
if you're one that goes to the games, get CPR certified or at least figure it out because I think that's the quickest way to save lives out here is to be ready for CPR. Um, and if this, if this, if anything came from this podcast, is that please go get your CPR certification. I'll make sure it's one of the clips we use, Coach. All right, last question, and you're gonna let him go. Um, uh, you got your last question, and I got one last one. Give me a little bit about. It. Is it gonna be a little extra rivalry between you and Eric Weddle? We're gonna have him on next week, so I'm kind of curious. I want to play this t- clip back to him. Man, I got so much stuff to worry about besides <laughs> Weddle right now. But you know, I love you know me and Weddle. We do a lot of stuff together uh, off the season. You know, our kids have played a little uh, seven on seven this year uh, with each other at the fast camp. So it'll be fun to to kind of have that continuously rivalry that we started in Pop Warner. Um, and continuing to high school. It'd be a healthy one, but I'm sure we'll, it'll be competitive one as we are neighbors, uh, <laughs> you know, around the corner. And, and you know, I don't like to lose. I know he doesn't like to lose. So we'll have some, some heated battles and we'll make fun of it. We'll make fun of it. We'll make it fun. That's what it's about, man. Highly competitive guys going against, you know, each other with a highly competitive team and let the best, uh, the less, best Nighthawk win. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, lastly, you and I have a mutual friend in Larry McCarron. You, uh, I assume you were on his show more than once. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. Did you ever get wigged out by those fingers going in so many different directions? You know, when I first, that was the first time I've ever seen that. Um, you know, when I first came out of college, I was, you know, I was first round pick to Green Bay. So he had me on the show, like, I think that week when, like, when I got there. And we did it. And, and I just did not understand how his finger could actually hang from the side of it. <laughs> so he like shook my hand and I felt like this little thing coming off the bottom of it. Like, oh, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I didn't know if I did that or I just, oh, just like that already. Uh, badge of honor. It's very common with linemen. He got the, he got jumped to Forest Ranch. That's how you heard it. <laughs> exactly. In the, in the streets, baby. Yeah. Uh, the first day I, uh, my, my first Christmas gift, I used to be his uh, wingman, and the first Christmas gift I ever bought him, I, I went and had mittens made, and or gloves, and I had it <laughs> so the, the, the little pinky went in a different direction. But I, w- I don't even know if he can move that thing. I think it just like it just hangs there. No, <laughs> he uses to stir the dog food or something. All right, uh, Nick, uh, we kept you lo- much longer than we thought we were going to. Uh, Del Norte has got a. I don't care if they win a football game, man. You're you're going to have a positive <laughs> impact, and I bet you you do win a bunch of football games. So hopefully we get to do this again because I got another hour's worth of questions to ask you. Hey, man, I'm always I'm always available for this, man. I appreciate you guys, man. I'm a big fan of you guys. I mean, you guys do it the right way, man. You guys have ex- made uh, San Diego football entertaining for the for the communities and brought it to the forefront for our kids to have opportunities to get scholarships. So we appreciate you guys. You guys keep doing what you're doing. We love it. Thank you, Dick. PPR 87, a podcast number 87 is now concluded. Please turn off the machines.